Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, Real Presence Radio Land. This is today's installment of Real Presence Live. And your hosts for today are myself, Jack Kennelly, and my wife, Doreen. We're happy to be with you for the next two hours of COVID-free broadcasting. Good morning and welcome. Yes, it's a, it's a great day here in Fargo. Uh, the sun's out, uh, hidden a little bit by some smoke from uh, Canada, but uh, a beautiful day. We hope you're enjoying a, a beautiful day wherever you are. And uh, Doreen is uh, all lined up with a prayer to give us a good start here. Right, the prayer that we're going to pray this morning to begin our uh, show is a prayer that is a prayer to and about St. Kateri Tekekwitha. And the reason we chose this prayer is because one of our guests this morning is going to be sharing some information about that great saint. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all creation, goodness and love, our hearts are filled with gratitude and praise for you. In our beloved St. Kateri, you have found gentleness and peace. In her, you have heard once more, Jesus, I love you. In St. Kateri Tekekwitha, you have given your church a new maiden of the gospel for your son. As the indigenous people of North America celebrate her goodness, And as all the church honors her holiness, we raise our voices in praise and joy. You have given us a gift beyond all measure, and we ask you to help us celebrate this treasure as we live holy and peace-filled lives in your name. Please continue to grant our request and the needs of our brothers and sisters through St. Kateri's intercession in her heavenly home. Amen. Amen. St. Kateri to Kekwitha. Pray for us. And St. Henry, pray for us. Pray for us us in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Okay, not only did Dreen come armed with a prayer for us today, she's also loaded with uh, some more of her riotous jokes that she's famous for. So I'm sure that uh, all of our listeners who are familiar with us are probably holding their breath, just waiting for that first one. Are you ready, Dreen? I am Ready. Okay, she's flipping through her phone right now, trying <laughs> to find right. one. The um, Incidentally, I have to tell my friend Tom, who we had coffee with, we're not able to follow your theme that you suggested for Doreen today, but uh, maybe sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that was. The, the theme of our jokes today are the lakes. The lakes. Because it's Lake middle time. of the summer, no. and a lot of people spend time at the lakes, or wish they were. A friend of mine used to live in a lake filled with ducks, but he moved out when he got fed up with all the bills. 
Drum roll, please. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I get it. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe we should get to our first guest. I think that would be a really good idea. Yes, I think that that would be a real good idea. And we're we're happy to have with us this morning Shelly Pressler from uh, Bismarck. And Shelly is a writer and mother of six, and she's going to be discussing Divine Mercy and her own stories of the healing power of Divine Mercy. So, Shelly, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, uh, why don't you just give us a little bit of background about yourself and kind of uh, how Divine Mercy became important to you. Okay, well, um, like you said, my name is Shelly Pressler. I live here in Mandan, and right now I'm parked outside of Cathedral. I just uh, went to Mass this morning and, and received a blessing from Father Josh Eli, who says he is good friends with your son. You must have a son and a daughter-in-law here at, at Cathedral. And he said some of his favorite parishioners. And so um, uh, he wanted me to say hi to you with that. And um, yes, I, I grew up in South Dakota, the other great state, the other great Dakota, right? And um, we moved here about 13 years ago. Um, we have six children and nine grandchildren now at this point. And um, uh Divine Mercy became it became part of my life in a prayer group that I was in in, in Mobridge, South Dakota, and um, one of the ladies there passed out prayer cards on um, Jesus, I trust in you, and she said we could say this prayer at um, at three o'clock um, when Jesus expired on the cross, like while we were picking up our kids from school, and I thought, well, that's a great idea. I I could say this prayer at that time, and um, it's for the conversion of sinners and for all of our hearts. Um, and then my mother gave me a picture. She went to a marrying conference and gave all four of us children a picture of Jesus, I trust in you. And so many of you um, have seen that image. It's even on highways now, which is just beautiful to see Jesus, I trust in you. But so many of us know so little about it, like I myself did, even when I received that gift. Um, so many times Jesus wants to, so many times in our life, Christ wants to give us good gifts, but so many times we either don't want to receive them or we don't know much about them, which was true for me with the Divine Mercy image. I didn't realize the prayer and the image went together, and that's kind of where my journey began. Shelley, how long ago was that? Um, Let's see. So I received the picture from my mom, um, or the image, uh, about 25 years ago, and that's when, uh, about the same time I was in the Bible study in Mobridge. Right, and that's that's really... Excuse me, a, a, a popular image that, and I think you're right that I think a lot of people see it, but they don't associate it with the uh, Divine Mercy Prayer. Um, you know, I know we have in the Cathedral of Saint Mary's on the right side. There's a Divine Mercy image there, and uh, and Holy Spirit Parish, which is our parish in Fargo. There's one as well, and I think a lot of people, you know, recognize it as a a common picture of Jesus, but uh, they don't necessarily know the history behind it. Right, right, that is correct. Um, so some of the history behind it, I guess, um, you know, we were visiting um, earlier about, you know, mercy and how right now um, I think our country, <laughs> probably more than anything, we always think oh, uh, what we need more is love, a lot of songs written about love. But actually maybe what we need more than anything is Christ's mercy in our heart, because this really helps us to live in the manner that He lives. You know, and he is the ultimate mercy by, by laying down his life for us. And um, if we just can choose mercy towards others, that's, that's what the um, message is all about. 
So basically the message was that the divine mercy and the image starts with St. Faustina in Poland um, in the year of 1925. And what happened to her is she always felt a call to the religious life, but she kept putting it off. And one time she was at a dance in Poland, and she saw Christ appear to her, and he said to her directly, how long will you keep putting me off, and how long must I put up with you? And so she left the dance at that at that moment and told her sister she had a terrible headache. And she knew she was to enter a convent, but she kept trying to enter a convent, but so many turned her away. And finally, when she entered the convent in Warsaw, Our Lady of Mercy in Warsaw in 1925, all the sisters made this comment about her, that she was no one special. And I think so many times in our lives we feel like we're no one special. And how could Christ be merciful to us? Because I think so many of us get stuck in our own wounds and how we've wounded other people and how people have wounded us. But actually, Christ is just opening up his merciful heart to us. And the more we run to it and receive his mercy, the more we can give it out to others. And that's that's actually what the message is all about. It's so simple. But once you start living it, just little by little, it's life-changing. And it was life-changing for me, so I just kind of want to share the message with, with anyone. And sometimes I ask Christ, how long will I speak on your mercy? And he says in my heart, so the world is merciful enough and doesn't need to hear it anymore. Yeah. So I think it might be a little while longer that I keep speaking on it. I don't know. Shelly, you're you're a little bit fuzzy. I can't. Uh, if you have your phone on speaker, can you take it off, or or, or at least get a little bit closer to the uh, to your 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 microphone? Okay, can you hear me better now? That's yes, much. Great. That's much better. Yes, mm-hmm. thank okay, you. Okay, good. I loved what you said about receiving God's mercy and then being merciful um, to others, mm-hmm. sharing that mercy with others. Could you talk just a tiny bit more about? what mercy is well mercy is just you know it's extending that olive branch um the easiest way i describe mercy is this have you ever hurt someone's feelings i think we can all say yes to that right Right. correct Mm -hmm. so um i've hurt other people's feelings and there's a particular time when i reached out to this person i knew i'd hurt her feelings and I was praying as I called her, please don't pick up the phone, please pick up the phone, please don't pick it up, because <laughs> it's so it's so hard to ask for mercy and forgiveness, isn't it? I mean, for right. me it is. Mm-hmm. And then when she said, oh, of course I forgive you, I didn't, even, I didn't even think anything of it, how do our hearts feel right at that moment? They feel joyful, they feel relief, and they feel peace. And that's what Christ wants to give us every single day with Him, is that feeling of when we run to the Father, when we run to God, asking for His mercy, then right away, uh, when he, he gives it to us, when we can receive it, there's that, that peace, that sense of almost floating, like a freedom. And that's what He wants for everyone. And, and I also think there's a, there's a feeling of intimacy at that moment, too, because mm-hmm. you've been vulnerable in, in seeking mercy, and then to receive it so easily— it's it's mm-hmm. a very intimate expression of you know love for the other. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And uh, so I talk a lot in my in um, the Divine Mercy speeches that I give about the gift of confession. And you know Christ is just waiting there, and He had told Saint Faustina 
make no judge of the priest that I use. I am, you know, he is a representative of Jesus Christ. And and when we think back to our second grade year, because that's when most of us made our first confession, uh, when you watch the children come, go into confession, there's always a little timidity. I've helped before with this, so I know. Mm-hmm. And when they come out, they're skipping. So Christ longs, he, they really are, they're joyful, they're skipping. It's a freedom that only Christ, only Jesus Christ can give. Only Him. It's His gift to us. But we run away from confession because we hide, because we live like Adam and Eve, and, and we, we run away from Him, and He just wants us to run towards Him. And um, so I'm trying to run towards Him, and I fall down a lot, but I'm, I'm really trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that you use the, word, the term gift of confession, Shelley. I think mm-hmm. so many people, like you said, have that fear, and there's that timidity, and what's Father going to think? But... Um, mm-hmm that you call it a gift, I think really helps people understand that it truly is mm-hmm. a gift. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's just, it's wonderful, and it's been freeing for me to, um, to realize what a gift it is. We have a picture of my great-niece who lives in Minneapolis that her mother snapped of her as she came out of the church after receiving her first confession, and she is literally off the ground with her arms raised with a great big smile on her face and it it just Mm. it just captures that joy that we can feel at having heard those words that were forgiven Mm -hmm. there's there's nothing like it there there is nothing like it at all but you guys are helping me here as far as uh, facing my next confession (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go in with a little less temerity I hope (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I, I hope so, too. It, it is a gift. Yeah, now you mentioned that you've done a, a number of uh, speaking engagements about Divine Mercy, and apparently you've, you've done some retreats as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. why do you think it's so important for Catholics to learn more about this? And, and, and maybe we'll have to carry this over. We've got a break coming up in less than a minute, but we can carry it over, too. But let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is so easy because... Um, I always tell people when they come into the church, whether they wheeled in or whether they walked in, we're all wounded. And isn't that just a truth? Every single one of us is wounded, you know, for, by original sin or by our own sins or sins of others. And so it's, um, once we realize we're all wounded, it's, it's kind of freeing. But then we know where we can run to. The one who's been wounded for our sins is, is Christ. And he's longing, he's longing to free us. And he's longing to heal our wounds. He he is the great healer, Jesus, King of Kings. And once we realize that, true freedom, true freedom happens in our hearts, and then we can give it to others. Right. It's a real, you know, we have to get a real proper understanding of freedom, I think, to understand that. But uh, right mm-hmm. now, we've got uh, we, we got break time, so we'll uh, let Rachel cut us off to the break, and we'll see you on the other side. For your listeners, stay tuned for more Real Presence Live. We're talking to Shelley Pressler from Bismarck Mandan, North Dakota, about Divine Mercy. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it on Monday at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference will help you learn how to take faith principles and integrate them into the workplace. This year's featured speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Minnesota Viking, Matt Burke. Join us on Thursday, August 19th at the Convention Center in Sioux Falls. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Okay, as the voice said, welcome back to the inspirational and uplifting Real Presence Live with Jack and Doreen Canelli this morning. We're talking with uh, Shelley Pressler from... uh, Mandan, North Dakota, and we're talking about Divine Mercy. But before we get back to our guest, I want to remind our listeners that uh, if you uh, want to hear this program again or you uh, want to hear any other of the uh, installments of Real Presence Live, they are available uh, at realpresenceradio.com in the archives, and uh, you can hear podcasts and get all sorts of information, and you can even make a donation to uh, keep this apostolate on the air. But let's get back with Shelley Dream. Welcome back, and um, we're so happy to have Shelley Pressler with us. And the first part of the, this segment, we've been talking about God's mercy and love for us is communicated through St. Faustina and the Divine Mercy image. And um, Shelley, thank you again for being here. Uh, let's begin this segment by talking about uh, the need for or the the beauty in surrender. Could you just tell us just a, a little bit about how surrender is related to divine mercy? Um, yes, I can. Um, so um, maybe a lot of people listening have children, and you really can't control your children at all, although you'd really like to like have to do this, that, or the other thing, especially as they get older. And I've learned a lot about just surrendering them, basically to the heart of Jesus and Mary, because... Um, I can't 
I mean, I love them so much, but I really had to realize that Christ loves them even even more. And when I really truly trust in Him, I do believe in His plan for them more than anything that I could pray for. So how I usually pray for my kids and the people that I love is just suspending their hearts before Christ's hearts, you know, just have that vision and, and, and surrendering myself, too, to His holy will, which is very hard because I have a little bit of a defiant spirit at times. And I mm-hmm. want to do everything my own way. We always think that we don't, but we, really we all do. We want things our own way. But what if we really wanted things His way? What would the world look like? What would my heart look like? And, and that's where the change and the conversion comes in through that surrender. So when you, when you do that act of surrender, that beautiful, I love how you present their hearts to His heart, what happens mm-hmm. to you interiorly? Then it's a letting go, once again, just letting go of my children, all my desires, all my wants, all my needs for them and their lives and my life. And I remember being really quiet in adoration. This was a few years ago, and I was really frustrated because I felt, you know, we have we have a lot of children, um, six children, and I was crying out to Christ. I'm like, you don't know what it's like to have a child not let you love them. To the direct response in my heart from him, really, because I've been trying to love you your whole life and you won't let me. And I thought, that is the truth. That's the truth for almost all of us, to receive the Father's love and fullness is is a gift. And I just, I remember arguing with him at that moment, like, you don't want to love me, I'll let you down, I'm this, I'm that, and I, I bringing all my faults to him. And, and actually, Christ, just, he just wants to love us. He wants to look at us with love, that gaze from the divine mercy image. He told St. Faustina, that is a gaze from my heart towards love towards you. And I think about Christmases, and I think about all the times I want to get together with my children, and actually I don't want presents, I don't want anything. I want all my children to come home to my house so I can look at them with love. So I can look at them with love. And I think all of us, um, you know, would either even if we don't have children, we want to be with our loved ones. We just want to gaze at them with love. And that's all Jesus Christ wants us to do, but we run away because of our wounds and our sins. And like I said earlier, the way to freedom through that is, is with confession and just that abandonment and giving that all to Him so He can renew us. That is so beautiful. Thank you. And that's such good advice for all parents, because what you said is absolutely true. We cannot control our children or grandchildren or, I mean... We all have trouble even controlling ourselves, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, and to entrust that to Him, and knowing that He mm-hmm. is going to be there, because, like you said, also He loves them more than we do. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you have any other specific stories, Shelley, about the work of Divine Mercy in the lives of people that you know or in your life? Well, so the biggest. Um, the story I have with this is directly affected my own life is, so I grew up in a very loving family, and I talk about that often, and my, my parents know I share this story, but there was an issue of control in my parents' lives, and where my dad um, was somewhat controlling with my mom, and um, when I say this, I say it lightly now, but it can come apart where it can really wedge a marriage and become difficult to the point where my mom finally left, and I remember being 26 at the time, and and driving over to, to, to get her, um, uh, they had a very loving marriage, but my dad really controlled where my mom went and everything that she did at times. And 
when we think we're not controlling, all of us are. So I always like to throw that in there. I am too. But it can come a point where it can be a wedge in a marriage. And my dad was heartbroken because he loved my mom so much. And I, I tell the story of my mom gave the four images out to all four, and my siblings and myself. But what I don't say is that my mom did give a, an image to St. Augustine's in Bottle, the Catholic church that I was raised in, in South Dakota. And my dad, during the time my mom uh, left him, he found himself in front of that divine image praying and crying out to the Lord, you know, for her to return. And he heard in his heart Jesus say to him, Bob, there's someone um, more important here than you, someone who's in charge. And at that moment, my dad felt Christ speaking to him. And um, I think the exact word, and I have it quoted, there is someone in charge who's more powerful than you, Bob. And when my dad heard that, he had the conversion, the metanoia, and he surrendered his life to Christ. And within a couple months, uh, wooed my mom back, and they've been together ever since. It's been over 25 years now. And they actually help other people's marriages that struggle with control, because it is a, it is a big issue in a lot of marriages. And to be around my parents to this day, and now they have 21 grandkids, nine great-grandchildren, supplied by me, but <laughs> it's a joy. It is an absolute joy. If you think your marriage can't be transformed, if you think your life can't be transformed, think again. Get Jesus involved and watch Him work, watch Him heal, watch Him redeem all of us, because that's His, that's his um, name, Redeemer. And um, I, I cling to Him as that. When I, things get out of whack in my life, I love to cry out, Jesus, I trust in you, because we don't know. I mean, tragedies happen to all of us, illnesses, accidents, cancer, it could go on and on, but crying out, Jesus, I trust in you, um, it, He's just the way. Well, that story just filled me with goosebumps, that your, your dad cr- knew where to turn, and then he actually listened and trusted that those words were from God, you know, those words of love for him. How would, mm-hmm. how would you encourage others to learn more about the divine mercy? Well, just you saying that, it's so easy. You can just go online, thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org, and, and so you can find the prayer there, you can find anything um, related to Divine Mercy. I know there's a huge apostolate now with Father Chris Ayler, who's the head of um, the Marians, on, on suicide as well, because he had lost his mother, or his grandmother, excuse me, to suicide, and um, in a general confession, here we go once again with confession, uh, he told the priest he felt really bad that he wasn't there for his grandmother all those years ago when she uh, took her life. And the priest said, um, you go home right now tonight, you pray this prayer, the Divine Mercy, you know, that Jesus, I trust in you. Um, and uh, he said, oh, you don't understand. It was 10 years ago when she died. And he said, no, you don't understand. Jesus Christ lives outside of time. And there's so many families affected, unfortunately, by suicide nowadays. And to realize there's hope, there's healing. With Jesus Christ, there's always hope, always hope. And that's what the whole message of Divine Mercy is about. There's always hope when we turn to Him and trust in Him. That is so beautiful. And I'm sure that there are people listening today that absolutely positively needed to hear those those words and, and receive that confidence that we can turn to God and that He is outside of time. And so it's never mm-hmm. too late to pray for those that we love because His mercy is so great. What I think is so mm-hmm. great is it's such a short prayer. Mm-hmm. Jesus, oh, I trust yeah. in you, but I mean, it packs a lot of power. Oh, I know. 
The chaplet of divine mercy is, I could tell so many people, you can say it in seven minutes. Seven minutes could change someone's life. When I Sometimes I look through the obituaries, and if I notice that there's a young person um, and it gives no explanation for their passing away, I'm like, do I have seven minutes? You know, I'm going to pray for this young person. I don't know what happened to them, but I'm going to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and I'm going to let Jesus Christ work in their life. And I'm thinking, you know, we aren't going to know the merits of our prayers or how efficacious they were until we reach heaven. And for me, the Divine Mercy message, just in my own life, um, I've been wounded like everyone else, and um, sometimes those wounds can stick with you. And I think about heaven, and I think about when I get there, the person who's hurt me the most, how will I feel if they're not there? Will I be happy? Will I be rejoicing? And if we're really living the divine mercy message, we will be so sad. We would think, um, did I pray for them enough? Has my heart been converted? I wish they were here with me. And so I think about, we all have people that have hurt us in our life. I have very, very few, but all of us have people. I've had a very blessed life, and I pray for those people. And, um, you know, Father Josh, you like gave that message, you know, of, Praying, he said, today, let's pray for the one person, you know, maybe that's hurt us the most. Um, it was something like that in his sermon, I thought. You know, that's what mercy is all about, Christ on the cross saying, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. And just to live that message is so extremely hard, but it's worth a try. Yeah, You, you mentioned mercy, Christ on the cross. That reminds me that uh, a good reminder during the day, the hour of mercy is 3 o'clock, am I right? Yes, it is. That's the hour Christ expired, yes. So, you know, if, so when the clock gets to 3 o'clock, uh, that's a good reminder for people to, uh, this is the time to say the divine mercy. And as you said, you can do it in seven minutes. It doesn't take any time at all. Right, and yes, it's and asking, they even have it. We can pray for... Oh, indiv- gonna, I'm sorry, Shelley, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. no, no you, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to well, say... I was just going to say it's on your radio at 3 o'clock, sorry. At, you can pray it if you don't know how to pray it. You can pray it on... With, with a Real Presence Radio at 3, which is such a blessing you offer that. Oh, thank you for reminding listeners of that. That is, yes, it's a very easy way to pray, and it brings peace in your heart. Very much so. Okay, well, Shelly, our time is up, but we want to thank you for being on with us today. We certainly appreciate uh, you taking the time and uh, talking about Divine Mercy with us. And hopefully our listeners have learned something, and maybe we'll even be inspired to uh, uh, start praying the uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet if they haven't, uh, if they're not doing it already. And uh, for our listeners, uh, stay with us. There's there's still more to come on Real Presence Live, and uh, after the break, uh, we'll be uh, we're talking about the we uh, this week. We'll we're celebrating the life of a beloved saint and. Stay tuned, tuned, excuse me, not turned, tuned to learn who. And we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Again, Shelly, thank you. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 